Hello everyone, I'm your host Matthew Johnson, and as you know by the title, you're listening to the Lifetime Podcast. This podcast is devoted to sharing people's stories and experiences, and it's founded off the idea that everyone has a story to tell, that it's our experiences in life that both connect us with each other, while giving each of us that unique touch. I hope you're ready for another half hour of random, lighthearted conversation, as well as, of course, some discussions about life. It wouldn't be Lifetime without some random discussions. This week, our show is joined by our guest, Ryan Johnston, and we will discuss Annie, as well as his own personal experiences in acting. So, without further ado, here's Ryan Johnston. Hello. Hi, Ryan. How are you doing? Um, I am, I'm pretty good. Uh, Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I uh, just got out of the shower. It was a really nice shower. Was it one of those nice, warm Sunday afternoon showers? Yes. I was, I felt the moisture of the, um... (laughs) You know the, you know the steam that rises up yes. when it's like, and then I I just felt it in my hair Absolutely. and everything. Absolutely, English teachers would be proud of our of our verbiage here. Yes, our, descript- our descriptive words. The scrumptiousness. The scrumptiousness the of the shower. Yes. So how's your day been overall so far? Well, um, pretty busy. We've been moving stuff around the house. Okay. Not too much. Just kind of around the house work. Yeah, just like relaxing day. You know, I got. Let's see. You're moving a TV. That's probably just the most interesting thing I've done today. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> well, I, for one, just got back from getting my hair cut. Um, it looks pretty cool. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Sporting a goatee for the first time since last year, actually, when I did it for Midsummer. I'm also sporting my goatee right now. Yes. Imagine Ryan with a goatee. I'm if you don't know it what right he now. looks like, If you don't know what he looks like, take a look on the title of card of the podcast, and then imagine... That naked face with a goatee on. I hope it. there's a good picture, not one like. <laughs> I'll let you one. choose it. How about okay, that? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> um, so, I have shaved my face down to a goatee in order for Annie. Yes. And in case you haven't um, heard about this or you haven't been caught up on the podcast so far, um, last week's podcast was entirely devoted to Annie. This one will not be, but seeing as how it opens this week, and you and I are both in it. Mm-hmm. I saw it as only fitting to talk a little bit about it here at the very beginning. Yes. Um, but yeah, so Annie opens this Friday, which is interesting. That's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really it's coming up. up. It's, it, it is. Wow. Um, so I'm I'm getting my facial hair ready for that. Me as well. Yeah. Me as well. <laughs> um, so Ryan here plays Rooster, and I'll let him talk a little bit about that here in a second. And I play Daddy Warbucks. If you haven't heard... Um, or if you haven't listened to the last podcast where we talked about Annie, um, that one was co-hosted by Nick Clark, and then we had director Revel Golston and the Annie herself, Sabrina Hansen, join us on that show. And that one's a really interesting one. You can go back and listen to that on all the platforms that we're on. We're on Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or Stitcher. Wow! So, little plug for little plug for you know selfless. Yeah, I can selfless plug. I can plug myself. you on my social media if you want. Absolutely, you should. Yeah. <laughs> So, Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit, first of all, about yourself. Let's introduce people to who you are. Okay. Well, um, I'm Ryan Johnston, um, as you probably know by the, the title. Um, 11th grade is what I'm in. Um, I've been doing theater for three years. Um, started ninth grade with, oh, Peter Pan. Wow. Yeah. So long ago. Um, I've done show choir. Not even anymore, sadly. Um, and, gosh, there's not much more to me. I'm kind of a boring person. <laughs> Don't worry, so am I. Yeah. So, 
You play Rooster in Annie. Why don't you tell us a little bit about who Rooster is um, and about your character in the show? Well, you see, Rooster. Rooster is a, he's an evil man who tries to kidnap Annie and, and take all the money, all the $50,000. He's, he's Aggie's sister. No, not sister, brother. Brother. He's, um, <laughs> Aggie is, uh, what's her name? Miss Hannigan? Gender swaps on Gen- the show. Gender swap, yes. Well, um, you see, Rooster, Rooster doesn't like how Annie gets everything and gets to, gets to talk to Warbucks and, and gets to, gets to see all these famous people go to these cool places and get money thrown at her and all this publicity. But sad news is she ain't got any parents. That's just the, <laughs> the terrible truth. So we try to we try to go out and and make her life terrible. Make her suffer. Yes. The so rooster is really just major league salty. Yeah. Well, also Lily, um, my sidekick, um, uh, she's very good at ad libbing. That's one thing that that character is good at. Um, right. I don't know about anything else. Just so talk about how the past. I mean, we've been working on this for many many weeks at this point. Mm-hmm. Talk about. What this talk about the preparation for this show? What that's been like? I think um, I think we have a strong cast. I'd say we do. Um, we have a large ensemble. We have a huge amount of dedication from new people and continuing veterans. Um, I think we have had a lot of stress around this show because of the fact that it's a lot. It's, I mean, it's a big show. It's 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 Annie. You you kind of. If you're doing Annie, you gotta you gotta do it good because mm-hmm. Annie's you get one chance, and you gotta you gotta ace it. Annie's amazing. The it's a music it's a beautiful musical. Choreography is great. The you know the vocals, anything. Every, I just love everything about it, and I think that we're gonna do a good job. All right. So yeah, and again, I play Daddy Warbucks, but I won't dive too much into that because yeah. it was on last week's podcast. Ooh. Um. So for yourself, how does this play separate from all the other ones that you've done? What's different about it? Uh, um, huh. I'd say my character is very fun. Uh, I like playing a bad guy, even though I played one in Peter Pan, but that was not as fun as this one. Sorry. Um, but it is, it is probably, it's probably the most free character I've done. You know, I can I can act the way I I, I kind of usually do because I have a I have a nasally kind of high voice anyway, but uh. Even with that, I feel like, um, what am I saying? Um, yeah, that's yes. exactly what I was going to say. Absolutely. Nothing. 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 Nothing is the perfect thing to say. Yeah. Glad time. this is a, a random conversation podcast and not something I had to. Very prepare. true. You yeah. do not have to be perfect here. I'm not good at conversation. I so. do not strive for perfection. Yeah. I, I, I see you perfectly, though, Matthew. You are Thank perfect. You. I'm glad you have 2020 vision to see me perfect. Yeah. Well, do I? I don't know. We'll have to get that checked. I definitely don't. I have glasses. I'm supposed to wear them, but do I? Oh. I don't. Never knew that about you, Matthew. I I know. Exactly. You never see me wearing them. I've never gone to the the O-doctor, the ophthalmologist, the That one. Yes. The long-name doctor that does your eyes. I've never done that one. I don't know if I've met one before. I'd like to. You should probably get that checked out, then. Yeah, but I feel like, I mean, I'm looking at this microphone, and it's... It's only blurry if it's close to my nose, you know? You see? Well, let's give you an unprofessional eye exam test. Oh, okay. For those of you at home, let me narrate this perfectly. I'm grabbing a red mug. 
off of the side table. Okay. The mug reads United States Census 2010. Ryan, what does this say? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let me see. Does that say um, uh, underground um, century uh, 2034? It does indeed, Ryan. Good job. Thank you. 2020 vision, I say. Yeah, very, very good. I'm... Um, I if if you need me for your seeing needs, um, just come over and I'll and I'll see stuff for you. Exactly. Yeah, I can see stuff well. Hit up Brian Johnson for all of your seeing needs. Yeah, I don't need glasses. That's good. If you if you need glasses, I'll be your glasses. Right. How would that work? I don't know. That that'd be a good pickup line, wouldn't it? And be like, hey, uh, what? If you can't see, I'll be your glasses. <laughs> I'll be I'll be your glasses, babe. You don't have twenty twenty vision. I'll be your glasses. I'll be your other ten. Yeah. Uh, we're both that tins. is, you and me are both tins, babe. I think that one works better than I'll be your glasses. I'll yeah. be your glasses is like, huh? Well, no, because then it'd be, we'd have to be both 20s, because that would only be one, one twenty. So you'd have like 10, 10 vision. So that'd be bad, so we'd say. <laughs> Even better pickup line. We're both tins. Together, we're 10, 10 vision, babe. Terrible. Ah. Is, that how, is that how she says? Ah, ah, ah. I don't know what else women would sound like, of course. This is a perfect woman for us. You mind if I do an imitation of Briley real quick? Absolutely. Briley's my girlfriend. You can listen to her podcast as well. Oh, she has a podcast. Yeah. She what? is, um, well, not her own personal one, but she had an episode on here. Mm. You can go back and listen to that. Okay. Just got to plug myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I know I'm not a faithful listener to this. I will be. I will be afterwards. Um, okay. You ready? Absolutely. Uh, Let's go. Hi. Um, um, my name's Briley. Um... I do what's happening at the uh, high school, and um, I, uh, I Matthew is my uh, my girlfriend. Um, I think that he is great, and um, I am very short. Nine out of ten, I must say. Oh, really? Except for the part. Well, the you get a point deducted off from calling me her girlfriend. <sighs> Sorry, That's I messed fine. up. Oh you no, you didn't. Well, <laughs> you see, I can be someone's girlfriend or boyfriend, you know. Um, I can change. I can, I have that power. I can change genders, you know. Oh, really? Back and forth. Yeah, no, it's just, you didn't know about it. But, you know, when I'm at home and I feel like it, I'll just turn into a girl. Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess that would help you in the acting world. Yeah, you know what? Um, Maybe. In Midsummer Night's Dream, remember that? That was, uh, oh. I had to wear that dress. And then the, oh, yeah. Is the, that how you did it then? Yeah, I turned into a woman. Well, oh, wow. once I took my wig off, I was a man. But, you know, the wig became a part of my head. That's what I know. I'm yes. not going to get into the scientific reasons, but oh. I became a woman. Yes, I did. And All right. I believe you. Yeah. Anyone, Everyone at home should, too. Anyone who's listening, um, I'm not that, that strange. I, I just have superpowers. Just Don't judge his powers. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually really cool, but I am two genders. Wow. Wow. Well, for those of you who are listening, again, we're talking with Ryan Johnston here inside the Kicker 97.7 FM studios. A big shout out. Can't forget to thank them for letting us use their studios. Um, so yeah, we're talking to Ryan Johnston. The first couple of minutes of this were to plug Annie. And of course, yeah. uh, as what as per usual, we got off track. But that's okay. We're getting back on track yeah. now. The first half, again, was to talk about Annie. And again, if you're in the Auburn Obelaga area, anytime in the next two weeks, we are opening Friday night at 7 o'clock, and then it will be Saturday at 7, Sunday at 3, and then we'll take a couple days breaks off. 
Um, and then we will return to it Thursday night at 7, Saturday night at 7, and then Sunday we will close. Yeah, we will close Sunday with a matinee show at 3 o'clock. It's our big family show of the year. We ended with Little Mermaid last year. We're opening with our family show this year. So bring your kids out. It should be a lot of fun oh, for the family. I know it will be a lot of fun. you you got to see this. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's a really high-energy show. Yeah. It'll be It'll be fun for the whole family. Yeah, very strong singing. You'll you'll get goosebumps. I, I promise. So, Ryan, let's dive into some of the other things that you've done in the acting world outside of Obelaga High Theater. Okay. Um, of course, that you are legally able to talk about because yes. I know that I know that that is kind of withholding you to some extent now. But talk about some of the let's talk about some of your other work that you've done. Well, um, I actually can talk about that thing that you're talking about. Oh, wow, well, um, yay. Okay, well. It frees us up a lot. I, um, I was cast in, as an extra into the film Electric Jesus, okay. um, which is a uh, Christian heavy metal rock. Well, okay, it's about a Christian heavy metal rock band, and they are. it's set in the 80s, um, and they're, I don't know if, gosh, I forgot the name, but it's based on a... Um, um, a band called Striper, I believe. I think it's it's a Christian heavy metal band, but it's like it's all you know appropriate lyrics, I guess, and you know you know lighthearted messages that connect God to rock, which is pretty cool. And I was let's see, I came out to a roller skating rink. I'm not allowed to say where. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, but, that's um, fine. Uh, we went into the roller skating rink. I got to. Got to meet the director, some of the main actors. Got to meet Kevin from the office. That was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. Um, uh, what see. was he like? Well, he, he's very loud. Very, very loud. <laughs> I mean, he can quiet a room, though. I mean, people people usually have respect for someone that is a celebrity and has, you know, respect. Yeah, Even yeah of course. Just, I mean, the office. He's done the office. You know, he's, he was Kevin. But um, the guy, he looks really good now. He's very fit, you know. Doesn't look like it used to be. I must say that. But let's see what else. I got to have some really nice conversations with the um, lead actor. He um, showed me um, some tips and tricks about the field and um, what I should do, such as like getting an agent. That's one thing for anyone that is planning on doing that. You should have an agent. That is probably the the sure way to get into anything. Um, an agent will help you to you know, get an audition, help you, you know, get to know people, um, everything you need. But I don't have an agent. So. Yeah. I, yeah. Matthew, will you be my agent? I'll be your agent. I'm not sure what work I'm going to be able to get you, yeah. but uh, I'll, I will represent you. Just hand me the water yeah. bottles at the sessions. You know, yes. You get to meet everybody. Just, Absolutely. I am his agent. You could just, <laughs> I'm definitely agent. his agent. Yes. Yes. Certified. Yeah. You know, anybody who wants to get out there just go go audition audition is auditioning is the way to the way to make your dreams come true absolutely so what do you think was the top moment on set for that huh. well <laughs> so uh we were i don't know if this is a top moment but i was <laughs> i was skating and we <laughs> uh it's not even that funny why am i making it seem funny but Okay, I was in I was in skates and we had a um we were only allowed a certain area of the the roller skating rink to skate on and it was probably like I'd say a fifth of the the circle 
And so it was, I mean, it's kind of hard to stop yourself when you have like, a, you know, it's a straight stretch of just this concrete floor, you know, and then you're going across, you have to have someone that'll catch you. I mean, there's people on each side and I didn't have anyone to catch me. So I collided with someone uh-huh. on camera um, while we were rolling. Um, <laughs> I don't know if they're going to use those bloopers because I mean, <laughs> we're just extras, but I collided and then we kind of played it off, but we, we hugged. It was, oh. it was a very awkward collision. I, um, I go up to the guy and I collide with him and then I just hug and look off to the distance and skate on the way. I'm not the best skater. That's probably why. Probably my fault. I don't know. But well, at least you hugged it. Was the hug a purposeful thing, or was the hug a improv thing? It's an improv thing. Absolutely, it was. Yeah, always improv your way out of we difficult were, situations. We were both into the hug. Yeah, I'm glad Perfect. he was comfortable with it, because I, I, I sure didn't ask him. I was just. <clears throat> did you ever talk to him afterwards to see what was going through his mind? Yes, I did, and he said it was okay. I'm glad he did. It was a, um, yeah. it was an awkward, you know, exchange. Just shoved you off. Yeah, he, he kind of did actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a bad thing. He was trying to. I mean, we were on a camera. You can't just be like, yeah. "Hey, I'm sorry, I, I ran into <laughs> you." Like, he was, he was cool about it. Yeah. So, do you know when that film is going to release, or the expected time so people can go out and see it? I do not, but you can follow their Instagram page. It is, oh, jeez, let me find it. While I am uh, looking for it, we can talk about um, some Annie stuff. Absolutely. Um, or first, what people may be a little more interested in is um, the meeting of Kevin. Okay. Can you dive yeah. <laughs> into a little bit about that? Well, he had stood behind me for about, uh, let's say, two hours, and I didn't oh. say anything. Um, well, I guess, I don't know if you call it a meeting, because I didn't really exchange any words. I was just like, hi. The presence know. of Kevin. Yeah, it was It was just like, wow. You know, I meet this guy. He's, like, really funny. You know, he, he's funny in person. Like, he, he acts a lot different than you'll see him on The Office. You'll, um, what, what's, what's really cool about him? Let's see. He's, <laughs> whenever we, um, they'll say like quiet on set or something, he'll just like, even when we're rolling, they'll get mad at him sometimes, but he'll like scream, yeah, guys, quiet on set. And I'll just be like, <laughs> and everybody will be like, come on, uh, his name's, uh, Brian. So they'll be like, come on, Brian. Why'd you do that? I mean, they got a little mad at him, but I feel like he has, he has the power to do something like that. Someone that, um, big. Okay. The Instagram page for this film is E Jesus film, no spaces, no caps. E Jesus film, yeah. And you'll see everything. I'm on it a couple times. Um, and uh, who else is in it? Oh, Judd Nelson, who was in the Breakfast Club. Uh, he played uh, Bender. Was it? Is that the name of the character? I think so. Question mark. He's the guy that threw the hands up at the end. Um, Don't quote us. Yeah, but basically, he, um, I, he wasn't on set with me. He, busy man, but. You know, there's a lot of cool names in this movie. Mm-hmm. And they, they've already finished filming, though. But So they're in post right now. And we don't know the release date. Okay. So that's as much as I know. That's as far as my knowledge goes for that. So you've done theater and you've done a little bit of film. Talk about what the difference is um, in between those two. <laughs> um, I don't think there is a um, much as a freedom in film to, you know, be, you know, over the top, like you can't, you have to be within a certain amount of emotion. They'll tell you what you need to be doing, and if you exceed that, they probably won't use you on the film. I mean, it's 
I mean, it's hard, but that's just how it is. They'll like you have to. I mean, it's more of like you do exactly what is told, and or I mean, it's just not gonna work out. Yeah. yeah. Is that just from an extra point, or from an extra's point of view, just because you have to kind of blend into the yeah, background of the film? Probably because I haven't, you know, had an actual role yet. But yeah. He, um, the director will. I mean, if he says something, you have to, you have to listen. Yeah, of course. But if you don't, like, you'll probably be humiliated. But even though, I mean, he's a nice, nice man. Directors are usually nice. They're just really busy and they got a lot on their minds. But, um, I mean, theater-wise, let's see. Theater, I mean, I've done a lot more musicals and everything. But um, in this film, I was dancing to a rock song. That was pretty cool. Um, but I'm not allowed to, I wasn't allowed to, like, sing along or anything because they can pick up, you know, our stuff. But um, one thing, I don't know. What else is there? Not much. I can't really think of any more differences. Yeah. Is there a difference in preparation time, maybe? Oh, yeah. I didn't have any time to pre- prepare. Any For time at all. film? No. They just kind of took you in there and told well, you. Yeah, they're you. just like, you know, it, well, okay, so I had to hold, hand with, hold hands with a girl, and it was like a whole sub thing, and they were like, when I say this, you're going to fall in love. And I was like, wait, what? I don't know this. <laughs> I don't know this girl. And so I, like, had to, you know, I had to look at her from the side view, and it'd be like, like, actually look like I was in love yeah. with her. And so, and then we like, it was okay. It was okay. You know, it's pretty surprising, but I, I like it. You like falling in love, or you like being an extra? Both, <laughs> both. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. I had yes, Matt. I had a question on the tip of my tongue, but what was it? Tip of your tongue. The you got tip it. Of my tongue. Um, uh, it could be the thing you just took off of your tongue. Let's see. Um, uh, let's see. Piece of spit. <laughs> um, yeah, let's talk about spit. Spit uh, is. Mouth stuff. Um, spit is the collection of, um, I'd say, non-mucus-filled substances. Um, substances that the that like, um, what do you call it? Condensate inside your mouth. Yes. And you can use the spit to um, get people's attention. You can also use yeah. it to annoy someone. Um, that too. I sometimes do because when I'm talking very loud, it'll you know it'll yes. sometimes you know fly off you know. And I mean that's a good that's a sure good way to you know annoy someone make someone yeah absolutely um, I do remember what it was though. okay good yeah um so I just forgot it. no oh, okay no 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 okay I got it I got it I got it I got it so there are plenty of people out there who like yourself really really want to get into a film and even if they were an extra you know that would be amazing and all mm-hmm. of course I you know you may not necessarily want to give away your process for doing it because that's you know you're still trying to break into it and of course you wouldn't necessarily want to give like a step by step process for other people to do it I get that but what would be your advice to people who kind of want to follow a similar path who are on the same trail as you to get into um, movies what would be your advice to them I'd say it's a lot about knowing people you have to I mean that's kind of the first way you know a lot of people don't get in because they just don't know someone that is connected to the business um i was lucky enough to go to a theater camp over the summer who was connected to the movie um they have a, a film program it's uh it's called the springer theater academy uh over in columbus georgia and i mean you can audition for some of their film stuff uh at the springer film institute um that can you know help you get in there but one thing is i'd say if you're not already in a theater program like a you know a uh, you know, cl- 
close to you, like a regional or, or state theater program, I'd say, I mean, that's your first step. And then after that, I would, you know, look at who in that program knows someone. And then it's kind of a domino effect. Who knows that someone? Who knows that someone? And who's not, who knows that someone? It's like, you got to find the people that are high up. Yeah. Like, I'm lucky enough to have an uncle that's a casting director up in Philadelphia. And I have actors in my family. So I'd say I might have um, an, a lucky head start that, you know, is kind of what other people don't have. And I... <laughs> I wish it. I wish it was easier for everybody else, but it's it's kind of hard. Yeah, it doesn't I mean it is a difficult business because you have so many people who want to do it. Oh yeah, but a limited amount of limited amount of roles. Yeah. Um, what work wise could people do to help them out? Because maybe people don't necessarily have the connection, but they have the work ethic to do it. Um, what do you think people can do? I know that you said join theater. Um, for connections, but I'm sure that also gives you a good amount of experience. What's yeah. some stuff people can do maybe to get more experience, um, hone their craft? Um, other, what are some other things that would help people to be able to get on the road to success? Well, I'd say um, I, once I joined the kennel at the high school, um, it actually taught me a lot of stuff that I had never known before. Um, and, you know, that's a good thing. I'd say if you have a news program or anything that has to do with film at your school, like that has, I mean, anything that can be like recording, like filming for a football team or like, you know, doing an internship at um, a news program, I'd say, <laughs> I don't really know. There's a lot of that stuff will help you know the basics of it. Like, um, cause you gotta know what all the words mean that they'll be telling you like quiet on set. I mean, it's like, don't be quiet until they say that you have to, you can talk again. And there's like, um, rolling, um, sound on, um, a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff I didn't know when I was going on to the set that I wish I had. Um, and I think if you do anything that, um, like the kennel at, at the high school, um, that's, I mean, it's kind of the closest thing you can get to, to, um, what I was able to do. So, yeah, and a quick plug for the kennel since I'm involved in that oh, one too. Yeah. Um, you can find that it's Opelika High School's news and entertainment program. Really well done, I think. I mean, yeah, I'm biased because okay. I've done it myself, but oh, I do think job. that we thank you, thank you, you are too. But I do think we do a good job. I think everyone else does. We I'm surrounded by a really great team of people, so I'm really not necessarily bragging on myself as much as I am the hard work that other people put in. And especially our fearless teacher, Tracy Tidwell, who is oh, also yeah. on this podcast. Another plug for me. Um, he was on here. He talked a little bit. You can go back and find his episode. But you can also find the kennel itself on YouTube at Opelika Video Production and check all that out and see what Ryan and I both do on a week-to-week basis. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But getting back into the, the kind of acting acting groups of things i mean i definitely think that is a thing you have to have both connections and work ethic Mm -hmm. i mean i would assume to to really do anything you also have to know you have to deal with i mean rejection kind of i guess um people will just as easy like 70 percent more easily say no i'm not gonna let you do this than they will say hey i'll give you a chance to get into this Mm -hmm. you know it's I had to deal with not doing, a, not being able to be in the film as much as some of my friends. 
Um, but I mean, it's my first time. A lot of them had done it before. Um, you also have to know that there's a lot of, <laughs> I mean, they might pay you a little bit, but you usually have to pay more than, than you get, you earn for the movie for, um, preparation. Like I had to buy like, you know, five outfits and that's a lot more than what they're going to yeah. say. <laughs> but, um, I'd say, uh, but as far as getting that experience, you know, yeah. that, that could be, um, a lot more beneficial down the road for you. But yeah, yeah, I definitely get what you're saying. Um, real quick here for the next couple of minutes before we wrap it up here, walk us through your specific way of attacking a role. How do you, what's it like, first of all, on stage, mm -hmm. and then also how do you prepare for a role? Okay. Um, well, when I get it, I'll usually look online. <laughs> I know that's kind of what a lot of people do, but, um, I'll look online and I'll, uh, and I'll look at a live performance of that, of someone doing that role usually like a professional way because if you do it at a school they might have altered the the way the role is done but um i'll look at that i'll try to imitate it as best as i can i'll like go over the um you know a certain line that might have a lot of the character traits in it and i'll just like repeat it to myself i'll you know i'll think about what what the character is feeling in that moment and what they're trying to do what they're um, what they're how, what they're trying to make the other characters in the scene feel, or if it's like a monologue, what they're trying to make the audience feel, um, and um, I say for different types of roles, like you can play like a good, um, you know, what's what is it like a fairy tale yeah. you know, guy um, that you know pleases all the girls or you know is known by everyone to be popular and everything and that that easygoing character will be hard to do because it's 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 all about you know <laughs> egotistical personality but if you're gonna play like a monster like let's see Hannibal Lecter for example yes um you have to know that you're trying to dehumanize that person and that you're trying to you know make them feel as if they're nothing and because you're what you're trying to do is be a monster because for example, like Hannibal Lecter or, you know, uh, Jack the Ripper, because um, there are roles for Jack the Ripper. Try it all now. But um, you have to know that these are serial killers and they're trying to, you know, kill people. Kill people. You know, that's that's one uh, strange role that I have done a lot. So that's maybe one thing <laughs> that I can, um, I can offer insight on. Yes. Let's just hope you don't relate to that in the real world. Oh, you know I do. <laughs> so um what is it like being on stage for you oh i love it it's just it's magical i didn't think i'd, I'd like it i didn't think i'd i'd be able to do it but um i think the it's almost like something magical about when the spotlight comes on and it comes on you that makes you just wanna it makes you have to go it's just like a it's like a I don't even know how to explain it. It's a magical feeling. I just, when the spotlight hits me, when I'm mic'd up and I have everything on, and when I'm ready to perform in front of the huge crowd, there's people that are most likely supporting me. Um, I know that <laughs> I'm doing this for all these people to either laugh or cry or relate about, and that it's just going to be a magical feeling because people love you know, seeing us as you know young children at least um 
do things that a lot of you do things on stage that a lot of kids our age wouldn't but i'd say i don't even know you know that's a weird question because it's it's almost magical <laughs> even though it sounds so weird it's all yeah. magical so real quick this will be my last question and then we'll wrap okay. things up um talk to us about your first time ever doing a show whether it was high school church whatever Talk to us about that first time doing some kind of performance and what that was like for you. Okay, well, um, Peter Pan was my first one, actually. Oh, um, wow. I had never done anything before that. Um, and the fact that I had been able to be John Darling in that, um, you said, uh, what was it like in that, basically? Yeah, just like what was, since that was your first experience, what did you like about that? What was difficult that you didn't expect? Mm -hmm. Just kind of walk us through that experience. Okay, um... Playing John Darling was actually a, a really, really fun character. Um, I think the fact that I hadn't matured too much as a a human being, that I was I had a high voice, was a small person, um, I was able to act like a kid because John Darling is a kid and I love even though the the musical is about not growing up, I had I had not grown up at that point. Um, it was easy to, you know, me have a high voice, you know. Um be a, a childish little guy who wants to help Peter Pan against Captain Hook and, you know, be with his sister and his brother. And, and okay. the, um, the flying, gosh, I remember <laughs> that. Um, that was so cool. I, I, I don't even know how to explain it. So there's a place, there's a place called uh, ZFX that came in. Um, and they do these things called, uh, you know, they, they strap you in a harness and they do, I don't even know what you call it. Uh, the um, <laughs> just like you're connected to a uh, yeah a cord and you you'll have someone that'll uh pull you down yeah almost and, like a pulley yeah a pulley system and you'll be able to like fly in the air it's almost I mean it feels like flying except for <laughs> the uncomfortable feeling around the <laughs> harness <laughs> yes um but I mean, down in the depths oh yes that was not the most comfortable feeling I, I I'm glad I don't have to do that anytime <laughs> soon. Um, but I will be prepared next time. Um, but regardless of that flying, I'd say um, being able to be with all the amazing, talented people that are mostly graduated now um, was an amazing experience. Um, I was able to interact with, you know, Martlin, Wesley, um, and a lot of people that aren't here anymore. Um, but they're alive, just yeah, not at the high school. They're, they're dead. <laughs> No, but they left an, an impact on me, and I'd say that it was pretty cool doing doing a show with all those those greats. All right. Well, again, Ryan, thank you for coming out. You're welcome. You've been listening to the Lifetime Podcast. If you know someone who has a good story to tell, you can uh, tweet us at Lifetime Pod. You can send me a message. I'm on Twitter at mjryan one two two. Sorry, that's my Instagram. Instagram yeah. is mjryan one two two one. Twitter is Mr. Johnson 1221. And a fun fact to leave you before we go, I'm Ryan Johnson, my middle name at least, and we've been talking to Ryan Johnston. Yes. All right. Again, Ryan, thank you for coming out today. Yeah, you're welcome. And right. everybody, just stay cool and be a good person and have good, good morals. Absolutely. Yes, please. Yes. All right. Well, God bless and bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yes.